I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now, on to the Broncos, defeating the Raiders, 29-18. to 18. Let's get straight into it, Guru. That's the big call. Here, the coward. Yeah, look. Some people turn up, some people don't. It's just the way it is. It's the way it is. Um, mate, let's get into the big calls. Two big calls, Guru. Love to hear your thoughts. Rapana, sent for 10 for tripping. Hudson Young, penalised for an escort. What are your thoughts? Uh, the Rapana one, I thought, was... Completely fair. I assume in that every day of the week, it's a trip. I thought he lashed out. Um, and I actually think there's been a lot of Simmons this year that haven't been Simmons that I think should have. Mm. So I think this is 100% the right call. Consistency-wise, I can understand why people are getting upset because other ones haven't been this year. But I, I think that is a Simmons every day of the week. Mm. What do you reckon? You know what's really funny is growing up soccer, trips to me, I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Because it's I a, haven't grown up in the environment. It's a real taboo thing in rugby league. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas, like, trips, when I see them, like, uh, getting fucking jammed by Jason Tamalolo in the chest is way more jam- dangerous yeah. than a bloke sticking his leg out. But I understand the culture of rugby league. And so, you know, Rapana understanding that, like, look, I get the argument of if it was his first offence, would have he gone for 10 in the bin? Probably not. Now, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe not. But... Sometimes what can happen is, is we saw what happened in the Storm game where he did some, you know, quite dangerous things and has a tendency to do dangerous things with his feet or knees or whatever. And it's just a competitor. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, that's not rugby league. Look, it's, it's not against, it's against the rule, so it's not good. But, you know, we were talking about Hargreaves earlier. Sometimes people are just hyper competitive and they do these things. So sometimes when that happens in a game and they don't get done for it or there's no penalty or whatever, the NRO will reach out and go, oi, brah. No, I'm not, I don't know whether this happened in the Rapana situation. Um, but like another example, Suwaliki, when he was lifting his knees, he got a, a warning, mm. a message from the NRL saying, oh, bro, don't do that. So I wonder whether Rapana had been told and the refs have been told, watch Rapana's, because the refs do get told, watch this, watch that. I don't know if they get told specifically, like watch Rapana, or they get told, watch people sliding in with knees, watch people, all that kind of stuff. But so for me, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, who gives a shit? Like, 
they run at each other all day. It literally means nothing. But being in rugby league now and understanding it's how taboo it is and I guess it's almost like biting to a degree. It's not as bad as biting. I'm not saying that at all. But it's like it's just a taboo, taboo it's thing. It's rogue as shit. It's me. rogue Growing as shit. Growing up in rugby league, it's you just don't do it. So it's like that's where I can be like, look, 10 in the bin I can understand um, why he would do it because – he didn't hit him that hard. And, and if they hadn't sent him for 10 in the bin, I still would have been okay with that too. But it's just the way he lashed his leg out where I was yeah. like, just so unnecessary. Yeah. And um, that's, you know, I love Jordy Rapana and he, he is such a good competitor and he's a fantastic story in rugby league. But he's got this shit in him. This is Jordy. This is Rapana. This is who he is. Like, and that's the great thing about Jordan Rapana. He's exactly who he tells you he is yep. every single week. And he doesn't get suspended career. that much. So it's yeah. not like it hasn't really impacted the Raiders. You know, he's been suspended for four, no doubt. But not to the point where you're going, oh, he raps. Like, you need to change everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, interestingly, though, and Matty brought this up, you know, texts us, texts it to us. But, like, technically, you could argue it's an eight-point try because it's foul play while scoring. Mm. So I wonder, like, what would have you rather the if you wanted to get technical? Matty, what did you think of the call, mate? Yeah, straight away. And, and I get, like, if someone's going to comment for sure, like, oh, he didn't actually start his dive. But, like, you're just splitting hairs there. It's Cobbo, it was Cobbo and Dale. Like, no one was between him except for Jordan Rapana's leg. For me, he got fouled in the act of scoring, which is a black and white definition of an eight-point try. So to me, it was an eight-point try all day. So, look, if they hadn't have sent him for 10 and just been like, oh, bra, report, you know, whatever – I would have been okay with that. So if you if you say to me it was a tough call, I'd be like, yeah, I, I can see that. I could see why it's a tough call. Um, but understanding the environment and the culture of rugby league, I get also, you know, why people like 10 in the bin. It's weird, like you, you've made me – I've never thought of it like that, obviously. But it's like, you know, if Jordan Rapana was to do like a bad head-high tackle – Part of me and the rugby league person in front of me. I don't know if you agree, Matty. part of the game. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, oh, up. that happens. But tripping, I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, Can't do that. It's funny because, as I said, for soccer, I'm just like, who gives a shit? Yeah, I, I look at it very, very differently. Yeah. It's almost like it's a, it's a like, and to be in a harsh way, it's almost like my mind originally straight away goes, oh, it's a dog act. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand for sure. Um, Why finally, that is, I can't really explain. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's almost because the game's so tough. To get someone down in such a cheap way cheap to hit way, their shins yeah. is so – it's almost like diving in rugby league, whereas, like, you look at soccer and it's fucking just diving left, right yeah. and centre. Um, well, if you have a look at, like, for the um, younger audience that, that wouldn't know, like, the way that Alan Langer used to tackle. Yeah, he used to put his foot out and trip He used over. to put his foot out and, like, throw – I think it was called the um, Cumberland throw, it was called. It's like it a was, judo sweep almost, but yeah. with the front of your leg. Yeah, and because he was such a smaller body, but he'd always make it work, obviously, high risk of getting injured in that yeah. play. So they sort of t- took it out of the game, but – yeah, I, I don't know. Tr- tripping is, I think taboo is just the perfect word for it. Yeah. You just don't do it. Mm. Whether you're um, playing NRL or in the backyard, you just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, big call. Uh, as I said, I, I would have been happy for him to stay on. I think we'll probably disagree on the other one, though. The escort one, Hudson Young escorts uh, Selwyn Cobbo. Now, a lot of people are focusing on the contact to Selwyn Cobbo, which was very minimal. Would love to get, though, thoughts on the. Um, I thought by the book it's the right call. Mm. But I do feel like often they aren't called. Mm. Um, I thought that Ricky Stewart's response was a little bit over the top, personally. I'm sure we'll get to that very soon. But I think by the book it is the right call, but I think there are a lot of times where it's not called. I, I think Maddie's got a, a different opinion to me, which I'm I'm keen to hear. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty soft, to be honest. I think, I think we all got different opinions, to be honest. I, I thought... The more I looked at it, the more I didn't think it was an escort at 
Like I thought it was, it was a crazy decision, to mm. be honest. Yeah. So I think we all agree by the letter of the law as an escort. Yes. Yeah. I think you need to, people need to stop focusing on how he touched him or not. Yeah. An escort has nothing to do with the, well, not nothing to do, but an escort can happen without contact to someone. All you have to do is do you intentionally run in the line of the person trying to catch the ball? Hudson Young definitely did that. Also, I think that's not getting taken in the equation is yes, he just touched him. But even if you put Selwyn Cobo out, like if, as a winger, if you get touched tiny, it throws everything out, like everything out. Going up for a ball, if you're even half a step where you wish you were, it can change the tap back can be more accurate. He could have chosen to catch it instead of tapping it back. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, um, you know, he was never going to catch it. Okay, for sure. But he, first of all, he did get a tap back on it. So that half a, a metre, or not even half a metre, that 20 centimetres that he did go out, maybe the tap back would have been more accurate. In saying all that, so by definition, it was technically the right call. I do agree it was a tough call, but to suggest that, it wasn't a 50-50 call that could go either way and sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. That's what I disagree with. People that are saying it's like a robbery call, I just disagree with. And, and we go back to, if you want to talk about a call that's by the book that shouldn't have been called, you go back to Knights versus the Dolphins where he held him in the scrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That didn't affect the play, had no effect. But technically, it's a penalty. So you can try and fall behind that. Well, technically it's a penalty, but no, it had no effect on the play. Literally zero. The reason why I believe this is a 50-50 call that could go either way is it did have an effect on the play. To suggest it didn't is just you're not actually appreciating how like minuscule the differences are when you go up to catch a ball. Like put it this way, if I'm up like this and my hand is like that, I drop the ball. What's that? Five centimeters? I just move my hand. Now, are you telling me that a little nudge could look at that? Just that I nudge like that. My yeah. body just moves slightly. That's not to say it's definitely a penalty every time. That's not to say we don't see escorts like that all the time. But I'm just saying to say it's a robbery call, a like a, a crazy call, I just disagree with. I just disagree with. I just think as well the other thing that frustrates people is that that could happen 10 times and you could get four different calls. For sure. For sure. And that's But that's where I feel like the ref needs to be trusted more with the flow of the game. And I feel like mm. that's been – the more we go black and white – the more stoppages we're going to get. Because if we go and say now, from now on, if you do anything like that, it's a penalty, it'll be every kick. Pretty much every kick. Yeah. Close to, not every kick. Um, and like people that are looking at those two calls and saying that's why the Raiders lost, look, maybe it is, maybe it is. But you got, you know, there are calls the Broncos didn't get as well. Um, you know, I th I'm pretty sure like there was obviously shoulder charge from uh, Corey Horsburgh. The first try, Katoni uh, Staggs, Hudson Young hit the ball out of his hand. Obviously, that's a knock-on, but the ref didn't call it. Um, and then they scored a try literally off that play. So I just think that both teams got some tough calls. Now, did Raiders get the tougher calls in bigger moments? Yeah, I, I'll, I'd go with you with on that. But I don't think that they were robbed. Of I don't think they were robbed, to be honest. No, I don't think they were robbed either. I think better team won. Um, you know, I found Ricky Stewart's actions bizarre on the weekend. I was surprised. Look, he's under immense pressure and, you know, it's to cement himself at top eight. It's the final game for Jackie White and Croker. We know how much he loves him. But, I, yeah, I was quite surprised at how heavily he leaned into – well, he said people aren't doing their jobs. I was quite – I just don't – I didn't watch that game and go the Raiders were robbed of an opportunity to win that game by a crazy unfair call. I just – I didn't. They have the worst for and against of any team in the history of rugby league. Mm. In the top eight, sorry, yeah. 
yeah, some people aren't doing their jobs, 100%. It's not just referees, though. And also, there's an argument you made. Their, their draw hasn't been as tough as, as some others. Now, every team is tough, but, you know, some teams are tougher than yeah, for others. For sure. I just I, – I don't, I don't like that from Ricky Stewart at all. And, like, even even the on-the-sideline thing. Like, for me in content, and I'm sure you, Kempi, as well, like, hilarious. Ricky Stewart, what he does is the best thing in the world. Oh, I don't know so where good. I'd be without him. But yeah. if you're going to stand down on the sideline, cameras are going to go on you. Mm. You can't tell them to fuck off. Oh, for sure. This is why the other coaches don't go down there. Mm. And you should know by now that you are a fiery character, which is what makes you great. And if you're going to stand on the sideline, of course they're going to put the cameras on you. Mm. It's like it's like they're going to put the, ca- the cameras on Jack White and he's your star player. Mm. Yeah, and like people try to compare, well, Craig Bellamy is in the box swearing all the time. Yeah, he's in the box. In the box, his private area, getting angry. Yeah. You know, that's a very different to directly swearing at someone. I, I don't... I don't think that anything should come of it because I'm just like, you know what, let's, you, you create more attention to it than, than you should. Maybe the NRL just speak private to him, bro, could you just, just don't do that? Um, but at the same time, people defending it, it's like, bro, come on. Like, oh, there's no defending it. There's- like a content perspective, I'm defending it because it's so funny. Yeah. And, and I, that's what I love. Like, that's what makes rugby league great is the characters. But to, to, to suggest that a person working their job, getting told to F off is appropriate... Like, come on. Now, is it the end of the world? No. Like, it's all good. I'm sure he probably said something to the cameraman later on and was like, mate, you know. But, yeah, I don't – it definitely was not appropriate. Yeah, it's not on. No, we've got to be better than that. Um, now, let's get to the game, though. Look, I actually really liked what the Raiders put, put together. It was one of their better games that they've played. I thought their defence for long periods of time was outstanding. I thought they actually looked better in attack with Whiten at centre. And I, I've been, I feel like I've been calling for quite a while that I just don't know if like they have enough ball playing with Jackie at six if they're not going to have a strong seven or fullback. Um, I like Jackie moving to centre. I think that he had a better game for that and he could just completely clock out all the thinking and just get to what he does best, which is run the footy and run it hard. I think the Raiders can take a lot out of that. Now, I do believe, though, that it did show... That gear we talk about a lot, they just don't seem to have the same gear as the top-tier sides like the Penrith Panthers, like the Brizzy Broncos. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. Uh, I think the Raiders, I, I think they'll play finals for it this year, but I don't. I could see them maybe snagging a win week one, mm. but I just can't see them going any further than that. Yeah. I actually think I actually think it's a compliment like to their grit and determination that they are in an eight in the eight with such a competitive year. Yeah, I think most other squads with that same squad with the same situation going on probably fall out of the eight way sooner, and it's just their toughness that has kept him in it. Yeah, I think uh, Corey Horsburgh, he's obviously got a three week suspension. I believe he's challenging that. Did I just say that, Matty? I, th- I think he is going to challenge it. Uh, so that's a big call, but I I probably would challenge it if I was the Raiders. Mm. Realistically, with season on the line, I think that if they lose Horsburgh, he is going to be a massive, massive loss for them. He is just about being an eighty-minute player, if not a seventy, sixty-five-minute-plus guy. He's their link man through the middle. They will really, really miss Corey. Yeah, agreed. Totally agree. Especially with Papali'i, you know, playing a little bit less minutes now. Yep. Um, He's actually one of the more consistent things about this team. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, oh, we talk about the hit on the end on Walsh, Reese Walsh. Look, lesson learned, baby. <laughs> Play to the whistle. Look, was it was it the most gentlemanly thing to do? No. We're playing rugby league, brah. 
It's not, not a, a game, game for, for gentlemen. Yep. It's a game for motherfucking dogs. Also, we saw last year, Joey Manu faked an injury and he scored. Yeah. So. And look, Tarpano is a dog. So if you're around dogs, you don't fucking, don't play with that shit. You've got to understand that there's a motherfucker that's going to go all day. And that Reese Walsh, he handled it perfectly. He had a laugh. He gave him five. After it, he said, I've got to stay humble. I'm, and, you know, so Reese gets it. Walsh, but people are like, oh, it shouldn't happen. Like, look, I, look if, you're, if you're looking at it purely from, was it the best sportsmanship ever? Maybe not. But who gives a shit? We're talking about rugby league here. We're talking about a Reese Walsh pretty boy that's just torn your team apart and you got a free shot on him. You fucking take that every day of the week. Otherwise, what are you doing on a rugby league field? I think it's great. The first second as important as the last second. Go for 100%. It. Go at it. 100%. And that's why, you know, Tarpon is getting up doing these ones. And Reese, I guarantee he'll never do that again. Um, as I said, I thought Reese handled it perfectly. And he understood. He gets it. He's rugby league. So I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it showed you just a, you know, that pit of rugby league isn't dead yet. Yeah. And I think that quite often we look at players and we go, oh, you know, they're all mates. They do rep camps together. They're all on social media. They're all friendly. They're all, yeah. they're all oh, they're just standing around games laughing after it, after a loss and everything. Tell me it doesn't mean something. Yeah. Tell, Tell me that a guy like Tapano doesn't look at a guy at Reese Walsh who's young, high flying, getting all the attention has just gone. If I can whack you, I'm going to give it to you. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I, yeah, I loved it. I loved it from Tapano, and I just showed you why he's such a bloody good player. I, I loved Reese Walsh's response. I yeah, loved 100%. that he just weared it, owned it, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't like Reese Walsh. And my God, his response would have pissed people off. Oh, because they would have been waiting for him to sook. Yep, waiting for him to sook. Complete opposite. He got up. He gave him five. Yeah. Um, and that's what I love about Reese Walsh. He's like, yeah, he can be a, a cocky little kid, but he's very quick to be like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. He doesn't, he doesn't hold on to it and just go, oh, no, I'm, I'm the man. I'm this, I'm that. He's very quick to go, oh, you know what? I should have done this better or that better. I got a bit carried away with myself. Um, yeah. I, I, like, oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, Raiders. I thought their defence was outstanding. I thought that they did their fans proud. I thought that they did uh, Croker um, and Whiten really, really proud. Um, they just lacked, as I said, they just lacked that ability when the Broncos came out in the second half and started completing a little bit better. They still completed a fucking terrible percentage, but a little bit better and turned the volume up on the game. They just struggled to get out of their end and take that next step. Yeah, oh, mate, I think you summed it up really well. They just don't have that extra gear in them. The Canberra Raiders. Do you so next year six and seven? Are you concerned with Raiders as to who is going to be six, seven, and one? Yeah, I've got. I mean, and nine, and nine. Yeah, well, I mean, they've got heaps of options at nine, but none of them are stand out in my opinion. They're all respectfully to all those guys. I think they're all very good band aid options at nine. I just I don't feel like any of them is the guy to be moving forward. Mm. I think that those three guys would be fantastic as your 14 to mm. have someone else there as the main strike weapon at nine. Um, I think that seven, obviously, uh, Jamal Fogarty is a fantastic player and I really like him. Six is very open there. I think that Matt Frawley is a very good player. I think that he's a very handy guy to have, but I think he's a fantastic second choice ball player mm. he's a fantastic guy to have when your main guys are out he'll come in and do a job but I just I don't know if you want to be building entire seasons around Frawley and um, Jamal Fogarty and fullback I have no idea love Seb Chris love the ticker he can't be the answer long term mm. they've got um, Chevy Shield who's playing reserve grade at the moment who I'm a big fan of 
But to be honest with you, when he got to the New South Wales under-19, some of those rep games, he wasn't as good as what I'd hoped compared mm. to other guys. So there's a little bit of a spot opening there, I guess. Uh, Xavier Savage, I I don't know. From the outside looking in and reading the writing on the wall, it looks to me like he probably doesn't have a future in Canberra. Mm. I think that they've moved away from him, which is wild considering they moved away from Chance for him. But I also don't think he's the answer. Said a lot of things, and I've got to no point, no answer. I don't know what they do. <laughs> yeah, was my point. I don't know which direction they go in, who they, who they build around. I, I don't know. In saying that, a few years ago, when Ricky Stewart decided to build around Jack White at five eight, I thought, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, how true. can this possibly work? Very true. Very true. Um, it did work. Yeah, they went to a grand final and everything. It still wasn't perfect, but they were relevant. They have been relevant for a long time. Like I even heard word the other day of Seb Chris maybe playing five eight. Mm. He's a good ball runner, sweet, but <laughs> yeah. like you need more in the NRL. Yeah, yeah. I will say positive. Elliot Whitehead, I thought he was really good. He was fantastic in this game. He was Very really, good. really good. Just remind you why he's a stalwart of that side. Yep. Um, really silky. Uh, so, although in the end it looked like not not a huge score, but you know, a good win for the Broncos. It was a tight game, really tight game. And I thought the Raiders handled themselves outstandingly. Uh, now, Broncos, look, good win, good win. But they need, put it this way, they come out and play like that in finals footy, they go bang, bang, gone. Yep. Um, I understand Paddy Carrigan, Reynolds not there. And I messaged you before the games, I'm like, i got a bad feeling about this. Paddy Carrigan and Reynolds out, both <laughs> the leaders. Um, that does not excuse... You know, a 60% possession, uh, sorry, a 60% completion rate in the first half. So it's it's hard to be too critical because they might win a minor premiership and they didn't even make the eight. Yeah. But we're talking about winning comps this year. So they need to get it sorted. Now, even if they come out and lose to the Storm, if they come out and complete at a high percentage and show respect for the ball, then I'm like going to be very confident heading into week one of the finals. So... Really gutsy win when things weren't going right for them and they're missing key players for sure. But I think the Broncos have, you know, if you had said mid-year or oh, good gutsy win, I think we ought to be like, yeah, great. But I think the Broncos are above gutsy wins now, moving into the territory of we need to be putting teams away and looking at winning a comp from here on out. Yeah, for sure. Um, we we spoke about controversial decisions before and I was surprised Katoni Sags didn't get Simmind or something for that. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised the video didn't pull it up. And I was sure, because they, they didn't even pull it up and put it on a report until the set later, I think. Mm. I, like, I, I wondered, I wondered like, if there's like angles where he missed his jaw or something. Because if he hit his head, he should be off the field. He should be off the field immediately, yeah. I, I thought, I thought, and you know, I, I thought that was a lot of frustration from Gatoni. He started that game awfully. Oh, man. He made so many mistakes poor. and so many poor plays to start that game. If Staggs nails his plays, we probably win... Like, the momentum would have just been, like, too much for the Raiders yeah. to handle. The only thing that made me think maybe he missed contact with his head was the way that Jordan uh, Rappenau reacted. He didn't even... Well, that, I think that's just because he's scat. I just don't... But, like, surely if he landed and made any contact with the elbow, that's 10 in the bin, if not a send-off. Well, I agree, but the only thing that made me think maybe the angles we did miss... Mm was because Rappano didn't really seem to react yeah. to it. He just seemed to got up. But once. but he's accepted the week. So if he's missed, you, you'd assume that he fought it, right? But maybe it's like foul play. And I mean, that they are like they're, they're playing a game that doesn't matter overly this weekend as well. I, I, 
Because like you'd think he'd get more if he if he landed an elbow on his head, you'd think he'd be getting more than a week, surely. Yeah, true. I know. I, I just thought it was bizarre, and I thought in game not much was said about it. It just sort of went about. Like the only thing I can think of is he just missed him. If I was Ricky Stewart, that's the one I would. Oh, hundred percent. Agreed. Agreed. That's the one I'd be blowing up about. Um, he was very, very lucky. Maybe the Hudson Young hitting him in the head, like pulling his head, helped him. After, straight yeah, after, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I agree with you, mate. If he if he in contact with his head, he should have been in the bin a hundred percent, and that is definitely where Ricky Stewart go. Are you serious? I got done for bloody tripping a bloke. Yeah, Tony Staggs. So maybe there's other angles. I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought I know we already got got a bait in team of the week, but Tommy Flegler. That was probably the best game I've seen him play. Would that be fair? Yeah. What I loved about it as well is like your team needed you and you stepped up. Yeah. That's the key that I love. We know Flegler can play like this. He's he's played some good games before, but it's the leadership role that he took. It's to say, okay, Paddy's out, my boys need me, and he fucking stepped up against a tough forward pack too. Yeah, for a sure. Tough forward pack. Um, mate, I'll tell you what, Corey Oates, I think it was game 200. I love Herbie, but can he pass him the ball? Oates McGoats. Give him a run. He's catching a cold out there, the big fella. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Look, Reese Walsh, we've got to talk about him, electric. Yeah. He is fucking electric. And if we didn't have him, I know, oh, look, Adam Reynolds is a reason why the club turned around, but this next level we've gone to, geez, a lot of it has to do with Reese Walsh. Yeah, 100%. He's been such a good signing. He has. Think about where we'd be if we didn't have Reese. I know we've won games without Reese Walsh, I know, but you reckon we're coming close to a minor premiership without Reese Walsh on our side? He's no. won multiple games for us out of nothing. Who was your fullback last year? Who was... Oh, mate, it changed. Tomorrow Martin was playing fullback at one point, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think they tried a Sarko for a bit. It yeah, changed well. a lot, I think. Yeah. Jesus Tessie knew. Tessie, Tessie knew for a bit. A, oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Reese Walsh, he is just... <laughs> electric is the best way to put it. He yes. honestly may go on to be one of the game's biggest ever superstars. Not, not, not in regards to... Achievements like he's you know not Cameron Smith, Darren Lockyer, whatever. But when you're talking about pinup boy doing crazy shit that puts you on the highlight reels, follow you know follow on social media and that at the biggest club in the competition or one of the biggest clubs in the competition, like he genuinely might be one of the game's biggest ever superstars when it comes to engagement of an audience. Nineteen games this year, eight tries, which is which is just good, but it's not mind blowing. But then you've got twenty one try assists and seventeen line breaks, one hundred and five tackle breaks, pretty impressive. Far out. From from nineteen games at you know his I mean he, he's he's been at the club before but only just coming back and at the age he's at and they're going to win a minor premiership this year with him as the one so if if they win it if, <laughs> if they, they win it don't jinx his brother <laughs> fuck what does oh. a minor premiership mean to you it just it's a win that we can get no it's because like what's what I love about it is that we haven't won a minor premiership in like twenty years or whatever um, and it's almost like it doesn't really mean anything. But I think it means something if you haven't done it in a long time. Yep. Whereas, like, if you're Penrith Panthers, like, who gives a shit? I mean, you give a shit. You give a shit. But, like, does Penrith Panthers really care if they don't win the minor premiership this year? I don't think they They're looking to win comps, not minor prems. Um, Whereas at the Broncos, it's like two years ago, we were the spoon. Yeah. Now we're winning minor prems. I think that's that's an achievement. It really is. Just looking when the last time the Broncos did win the minor premiership. I think it was like 2001. 2000. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. So that's why I do think it does mean something. Like, like even our great Wayne Bennett sides didn't win one of premierships. You know, this year will be the first time since 2013, if Brisbane win, that the Roosters, Melbourne or Penrith haven't won the minor premiership. Fuck. That's crazy. So come on, NRL fans, get behind the Bronx. Get behind us, baby. Mix it up. Um, anyway. I, I was having this, this chat and I texted you guys. I think it's a fascinating question because... Penrith question's easy, the answer's Cleary. If you had to take someone out of Brisbane to butcher their premiership chances, who would you, ta- who would you take out? To what, reduce their premiership yeah, chances? Yeah, to like butcher their, their premiership oh. chances? Like who's their most valuable player to win a comp this year? Oh, it's so hard. First? I think it's Carrigan. Yeah, I was going to say, probably Paddy. Yeah. Because in that grand final moment, if, if they do make the grand final, you just know Paddy's going to make something happen. When the dogs like Leota and Fisher-Harris come after Paddy, you just know he's not going to take a backward step. And same with Payne as well, but yeah, probably Paddy. Anyway, great win for the boys. Yes, ugly, all that stuff. But you've got to remember, going down to Canberra, they're playing for two club legends. We haven't won there in forever. Um, very easy to, to look at that Panthers performance and go, oh, sweet, like, and get ahead of yourself and go, okay, well, Panthers didn't win, so we're... We, we may win the minor premiership, blah, blah, blah. So, look, they need to definitely improve, uh, but a win's a win. A win's a win. I was just having a look at um, the history of the minor premiership and whatnot. You guys won the comp in 92, 93. You won the minor premiership. Your next premiership was 97 um, in the Super League. Take a leave that. Uh, 1998, you won. You won the minor premiership that year. 2000, you yeah. won the minor premiership that year. 2006 is the only premiership you've ever won where you didn't win the minor premiership. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on, boys. Come on. Uh. Come on. Uh. <laughs> just do it. 80 minutes. Give us a minor prem. And then I'll be like, just give us a premiership after that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.